speaking of Thor, Thor 4 Love and Thunder is coming out, directed by Taika Waititi. And okay. Is he getting another stab at it? He, yeah, handled, he so, handled that one. He handled Ragnarok pretty well. What we know is Padme's coming back. Yeah, she's going to be back in that movie. Natalie Portman? Yeah, she's going to be back in that movie. I know she said she I was I thought done. they got dumped. I thought she got dumped and they were just done. No, she quit because she wanted a better uh, character that didn't suck dick. And, like, that she was the worst part of those movies. And I didn't like anything from those movies. She was boring and loud. And I don't think that it was the writing. I think it may have been partially the writing. But I think it was also her performance. Yeah, her performance sucked because it was a dumb movie. It seemed uninspired. Yeah, it definitely they, didn't. they shouldn't have put her in right off the bat. Yeah. But if you know the comic books, you know that she's also Thor. The Lady Thor? Yeah, so... Yeah. <clears throat> so she uh, yeah she has a necessary place. Yeah. And I like how... How do, you, how do you write a god into becoming human? Fat Thor. Yeah, that was fantastic. I love that. So... I love that. Anyway, continue, um, continue. In the comic books, Thor, to be able to wield the hammer, you have to be worthy. Mm -hmm. And in the comic books, something happens to Thor where he becomes unworthy. It's called Unworthy Thor. And uh, he subscribed to the uh, the P word. Yeah, the P word Facebook. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. But uh, then all of a sudden, we get this mysterious woman Thor that shows up, and after a few issues, we find out that it's her, and I cannot remember her name. Natalie Portman? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my typing needs to get better. Fix it, dude. Get on your shit, man. So we find out that it's Jane Foster. Jane Foster has cancer. The only time she doesn't have cancer is when she has the hammer. Is Jane Foster a character or an actress? Jane Foster is Natalie Portman's character. Okay. So okay. And it that's didn't have been, the uh, alliteration, so I wasn't sure. Right, right, right. <laughs> Jane Foster, or, uh, that it's been confirmed that that's going to happen already because she was at the last live Comic Con, okay. and she held the hammer and they announced the movie and all this stuff. Like this has been known Ooh. for a couple years now. What we didn't know is what the movie was going to be about. Other than that, Christian Bale has just been cast as Gore the God Butcher for that that movie. What does that mean? So, in the comic books, Gore the God Butcher is basically the Martian Manhunter. Not really. Like, he's a Martian from a planet. Like, he's just a random gray alien. Okay. Okay. His family gets killed in in some terrorist attack, and he decides, well, there's obviously no gods. And then he finds out about the gods. (laughs) And then knows that they did nothing to stop yeah, it. Yeah, so at okay. around this time, he finds a sword. And in the comic books, the sword is a symbiote. Yes, a Venom-type symbiote, like from that planet. Is it disconnected from the Clintar, or is it... No, it's that. It is the Clintar? Yes. And he High uses and that sword. It bonds with him, and he uses that sword to butcher gods. Gore the God Butcher. Fuck Yes. <laughs> This I brought up a picture of him. This is what he looks like. And is that him bonded? Yeah, so uh it's really the sword is what's bonded, if you look right here. And it just has the, the veins going into him. Yeah. Is that okay. Yeah. I see a little bit of the symbiote 
esque slime coming from his shoulders. Yeah, so really, it's it's just the uh, sword that's the the symbiote, and I don't I don't know if they'll connect it with it. And that's Christian Bale. Yeah, they cast Christian Bale as Gore the God Butcher. Now, what, when when they announced that Christian Bale was going to be in this movie, they thought that mm-hmm. he was going to be the Minotaur, which is a mean? character. The Minotaur is a character in Thor comics. Is he goes by the Minotaur, who is a Minotaur, half man, half bull, but he also turns into a 1980s suave businessman, like American Psycho. So that's what everybody thought he was going to be. <laughs> but no, he's Gore the God Butcher. Like this is going to be crazy. I'm ready for it. Yeah. Also, with the Minotaur, does the penis come between the pecs? Is that where the penis comes out? No. It's still a horse penis? It's not a horse. It's a Minotaur. But this is a Centaur. What? What are you getting at? Why I was, did you say I was horse? Like, what is his name? Some Kentaro or something like that from fucking uh, Mortal Kombat? Isn't that isn't that who you're talking about? What or Motaro? You? That's not how you spell Minotaur. Minato? <laughs> Is that what I'm reading right now? Is I this have no idea? Naruto a bunch stuff? of pictures of fingerprints came up. <laughs> it makes me uncomfortable. Minotaur. Minotaur. M I N O. T A U R. No, you have to type it out. You have to fucking pay your penance. So, what about penises and pecs? Are you trying to see? Damn. Okay. That That's what a minotaur is. Have okay, I, th- read... I was thinking a centaur, I guess. Yeah, centaur. Yeah, centaur is different. Okay. How does a centaur wear pants? Can we get back to comic books? <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so that was Thor. That's gonna be pretty good. Uh, yeah, be next good. up on the Marvel slate, we have the Hawkeye TV show. So why don't they actually make Hawkeye like cooler? Because he's not cool. He's a bitch. But there have been arguments between Hawkeye and Arrow, and Arrow found a way to be cool. But Hawkeye would slaughter him in an Arrow launching contest. That's not true. First of all, his name is not true. Arrow. It's the Green Arrow, and I won't take any other shit. The <laughs> only thing that's wrong with Green Arrow, the only thing that's wrong with Oliver Queen is that he's a bitch. Who would get slaughtered? No. By Hawkeye. No. The only reason that Hawkeye would win is because fucking, Rom- fucking Romanov or whatever her name is would just come in and save Tasha. him. Yeah. No, the show is going to be about him handing off the mantle to his daughter. Why would you do that to your daughter? Like, his literal... The only reason why you care about him as a person is because you go to his farm, and you're like, family's really important. Why on earth would you pass it on to your daughter, knowing the curse that comes with it? Especially after we see him go through his Ronin phase. So, we got... Why would he do that? That doesn't make sense to me. They're being so careful with how they structure the entire series... Or the entire franchise. And then they do that? Yeah, so they cast uh, Haley Steinfeld as Kate Bishop, I think. Is, it? is Kate Bishop his daughter or is it Ant-Man's daughter? They they cast two different daughters. <laughs> and daughter or arrow daughter? They Yeah, they cast uh, 
the girl from say it i can't remember what it's called say it i mean ha- you just looked it up Haley steinfeld is from pitch perfect i'm talking there i'm taking go. i'm thinking of something but something different <laughs> uh the you are the glee club yeah uh no i like that movie um There's a, it's like the town or the village or something on Netflix. That's the only thing I know her from, and probably some Disney movies. She's gonna be Ant Man's daughter, or vice versa. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure Haley Haley not Haley Atwell Haley Steinfeld is gonna be uh is cast as the next Hawkeye, and so it's gonna be her. And and basically, what's coming is the new Avengers because the next thing on the slate is Miss Marvel. That's gross. Yeah. It's not the same as Captain Marvel. She's, what do you mean? She's just Mr. Fantastic. She's stretchy? Mm-hmm. So she's an inhuman? And I, I swear to means. God. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so back when. See, I'm nerd adjacent. Back, I can't say I'm a full nerd. Do you know why that Disney didn't own the rights to certain things like. The X Men, or not because Disney, Marvel. Marvel didn't have money, and so they sold it to separate entities. Marvel so that they had could continue all, Marvel to had so much not money that they were selling filing cabinets to stay afloat. So they yes. sold the rights to basically everything, all of their big characters. That's why that they made the Avengers is because nobody wanted those rights at the time. They sold um, all that stuff. Well, when they were trying to, when they were starting to take off again, they didn't have the rights to make x-men movies so they made x-men adjacent called the inhumans wait how early was this you know that this was only like in the 90s when they started selling their stuff they yeah went- yeah 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 i'm pretty sure like when did the sam raimi spider-man start when did sony own the- something okay yeah that's what i was thinking i was like i had to have been in middle school when they were making those films it was like yeah no uh, Spider-Man 1 came out in 2001. Okay. And yeah. they had to refilm uh, a lot of it and scrub out the Twin Towers. Because it Ooh. came, it was filmed before 9-11 and it came mm-hmm. out after. There was a a trailer that came out and was quickly, quickly canceled after 9-11 happened where he saved a helicopter that was stuck. They He basically webbed it between the Twin Towers. And it, it was seen kind of in poor taste afterwards. It wasn't in poor taste beforehand. I mean, it was just an innocent scene. But, right, yeah, so Marvel didn't have any money. That's why they sold it. So they made the Inhumans because they couldn't make any X-Men movies. The Inhumans are just X-Men, but they don't get their powers from being born. They get their powers from being born. Do you know what Scientology is? Do you know how people are made in Scientology? I'm aware of Scientology. So but you, I do not subscribe to any of it. Uh, Unless they pay me. Yeah, we probably shouldn't get on but this I topic if we want to get canceled. Uh, <laughs> basically, like, something about aliens and throwing souls into volcanoes and bullshit like that. Okay. Yeah, it's the yeah. same thing for Inhumans, basically. They, it, so there's a ritual involved well, before they get powers? No, an alien race created the Inhumans or some bullshit where they 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 seeded the human race to become inhumans but only a few of them and so there's this thing called the terrigen mist that activates your inhuman abilities terrigen like meaning earth create yeah and so it's a mist okay but in the comic books the terrigen mist kills x-men 
Because Ike Perlmutter wanted to get rid of the X-Men. That sounds like Agent Orange. <laughs> yeah, it, it basically was. So it created new X-Men that weren't called the X-Men because they didn't have rights by, and killed actual X-Men. And so there's a series called The X-Men vs. The Inhumans. That's what it's about. That's such an elegant workaround. So, by uh, elegant, I mean ham-fisted. Yeah. So she, Miss Marvel is an inhuman, and her power is stretchy. She's got, like, big hands. Like, that's when you usually see Miss Marvel, it's, she's got big hands. That is one of the coolest ways to create or to draw and depict a comic book character. Big hands? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The My first... Uh, my first introduction to probably my favorite um, Marvel character, Venom, was a depiction of him on an action figure with giant hands. I mean, the action figure probably stood, what, about 12 inches tall, and he looked like he could spin the top off of two different Bud Light bottles simultaneously. His hands were just massive. They were so, they were claws. I mean, what is what's the most difficult thing for artists to depict? What is it, like horses and hands? Well, it depends on the artist. For some artists, it's just a proportionate Captain America. <laughs> have you Fire seen shots? Have you seen Big Boob Captain America? I have not. I have not seen that. I feel like I can go my whole life without seeing it. Nope, because I'm about to show you. <laughs> Big Boob Cup. That's an official comic book. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, I've absolutely seen that. Beautiful. <laughs> that is so poor. It's, uh, it's Rob Liefeld is known for having really odd comic book art. That makes total sense to me. There's also like the stark contrast. Like I think he's the president of DC right now, but he has the best Batman I have ever seen in my life. He's a he might be Korean. He's either Korean or Japanese, but the artist is incredible. He's like one of the, uh, it might be the DC president. You might look that up, but he is one of the best, the best artists I've ever seen. I mean, if you want to promote a new comic book, you hire him just to create the cover. That alone will sell so many comic books. He's just incredible. The The cape and cowl of Batman that he made was so amazing that they made a full 3D statue of it. I'm talking next level stuff. Do you know what era Batman this was? Jim Lee. Jim Lee. That's the one. He may Jim be Lee Korean. Batman. He may be Korean. Um, but I don't know why that matters. Yeah, Jim Lee. Uh, yeah. I I know who that is. Jim Lee's yeah. Batman is one of the it's gorgeous most uh, highest regarded Batman artists in the world. Yeah, it is beautiful. The way that his cape flicks forward at the end of it, mm-hmm. the way his chest juts out. I mean, he's the stark contrast to what you just showed me. Yeah. So Rob Liefeld, the artist of Big Boob Cap, uh, <laughs> he's known for making basically '90s comics. So like. Okay. Big shoulder pads and fucking bandoliers. <laughs> That's fair. Like, this is all his shit. Uh, I mean, it's... And, and he did a lot of X-Men art. But yeah, everything... you When you think of X-Men comics, that's that's who you're thinking of is that's Rob. That's guy? Yep. I'm not uh, mad at it because I get it. No, he just didn't know how to draw pecs or feet. I totally get it. Um, I can't say I'd do any better. 
but I know that after I was done at the desk, if I saw that, I would uh, throw it away promptly. <laughs> yeah. Promptly. I'd be like, you know what? I, I'm i not comfortable with my name being tied to this. Yep. So next on the slate, we have Marvel What If. This is going to be an animated series. <laughs> I love your segue. <laughs> so next on the slate. Okay, so Marvel, what is what is a Marvel what if? Is this um, going to be like Batman versus Spider-Man? Yeah, so no. It's don't tease me, please. please. <laughs> no, they're not going to do crossovers like that, but uh yeah, the trailer they showed is Chadwick Boseman voicing Peter Quill. What? Yeah. <laughs> so they're going to do Captain Britain with Haley Atwell, the chick from Captain America. So did they pre-record this before his passing? Yes, this will be his last performance. Holy shit. Mm-hmm. His last... <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, after talking copious amounts of shit for the mic stand failing on my host, <laughs> my host Russ over here, uh, mine also proceeded to fall. Give me one moment. You know, I, out of principle alone, will totally sign on to a legacy performance by Chadwick Boseman. That is, that is fantastic. I'm totally on board. Shall we watch the trailer and shall we pause for a moment and come back after we watch the trailer with our reactions? Because I have not seen this either. Ladies and gentlemen, one moment. And we're back, everybody. So, ladies and gentlemen, I uh, I experienced an ultimate mic stand failure, but I did see Doctor Strange fly choke Doctor Strange. <laughs> I am on board. Yeah, it just looks. Uh, I mean, it's just it looks like uh, every comic book what if scenario. I mean, yeah. I mean, we but see... that, that's a really good testament to their their casting choice and their faith in their casting decisions because not only did they a choose to hire very high profile artists to portray some of their biggest uh, comic book characters, but on top of that, they also took the time to depict each one of the actors in their roles in an animated uh, format. That's it's pretty bold. Yes. I know that Disney has a tendency to pretty much lock down the people who portray their their characters in a pretty lengthy contract. I know there have been a few Tom Holland uh, goofs and gaffs where he had problems keeping the, uh, <laughs> the script unlocked. So, I mean, they must have a lot of faith. Yeah, so, I mean, it just... I mean, we got a... Zombie Captain America. We got uh, Chadwick Boseman as Star Lord. Yeah, it, it just it it looks all right. I mean, it's a. I'm not a big fan of the animation style, to be honest. But so, uh, as far as movies go for 2020, this ain't happening no more. This is not an updated picture. But <clears throat> we got coming soon is. Black Widow, The Eternals, okay. Shang-Chi. What is that? Is that going to be like Iron Fist or something? I'm so excited for this movie. Shang-Chi. 
Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. So, so, do you know it? You know anything about Iron Man lore? I had not watched the Mandarin stuff at all, so I know nothing. So, the Mandarin is great in the Iron Man movie. Great, I say, as sarcastically as possible because it was really annoying that they spent they skirted around it. So yeah, much. they spent two movies alluding to. This all power, so, all powerful sorcerer, and then it's just a guy pretending to be a terrorist. It was not that great. Nobody likes that movie. But the kid went to Tony's funeral, so that's fine, right? Is that the one where? Uh... Where we have the indie car, indie race? Scene? That's number two. Okay. Then I don't care about three. Yeah, no, three's horrible. <laughs> three is the Christmas horrible. one. I won't the, say three's horrible. The, it's horrible. Three is the Christmas one where Ben. I don't even care. What? It it's bad. It's bad. Okay. It's it's just bad. But Shang Chi is going to fix that. Shang Chi is basically Ryu. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. It's gonna be great. It's basically a tournament movie. It's like. They're branching out. They so and if you look at this slate, they really are. So we got Black Widow, spy movie, Eternals, sci-fi, sci-fi fantasy, Shang Chi, kung fu movie, Doctor Strange, multiverse of madness, horror movie, Spider Man, Spider Man. Yeah, it's just an action film. <laughs> Thor: Love and Thunder, action comedy. There we go. They're branching out in different genres, and it's working. And they found that out because of the last Thor movie. That is that, beautiful. Yeah, that Shang-Chi movie is going to be great. They haven't released any trailers or anything, but I think it's going to be fantastic. And then, like I said, the next one is going to be Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Directed by Sam Raimi. Should I give it another shot? Yeah. Dude, if I had a way... To let somebody potentially fuck up on something that was like loosely adjacent to me, and then I watched him goof on the third project. I enjoyed all three films, by the way. I enjoyed them. I may have been younger. I may have had poorer tastes. Spider-Man Three is the best. <sighs> I can't endorse that, but I enjoyed the films when I watched them. But if I had the ability to let somebody goof, and I don't take the financial hit for it. And then I watch him goof, and he self-admits to the goof. I don't know that I would make a decision to hire him on. I am curious, though, because with the casting choices that they've made and the direction choices that they've made, I think they are batting about 80% right here. This is the perfect film to have him do. Because Sam Raimi is crazy. Yes. And the first Doctor Strange was too bright. Two when, things Sam mm-hmm. Raimi does very well is make crazy decisions and make things very gross and dark. <laughs> okay. And that's the two things that the original Doctor Strange needed. Everybody likes the Evil Dead. I don't care. I don't watch them. I've seen the Stars series and it's horrible. Evil Dead. Are you talking about the new yeah, iteration? Ash versus the Evil Dead or whatever? Dumb. I... 
I like the character. I, I like the actor. That's what I was getting at. Because Bruce he, Campbell better be in this fucking movie. Bruce Campbell is a beautiful human being, and I would buy him probably 30 beers that I could not afford. Yeah. I no, would go into debt to support his one night of entertainment. He's the best part of Burn Notice. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's where I really fell in love with him. He was goofy. I didn't take him too seriously. But the moments where he came in, I mean, he filled the role. It's like that back scratcher that's at the perfect length. Like, think about, follow me on this. Imagine a mystical back scratcher that will shrink and expand to the perfect length at all times to scratch the exact itch where you're trying to scratch on your back. I'm following. That's you. that's him. That was him in Burn Notice. I mean, he executed the role perfectly. He was terrible, and it was the best. Is what I think. He was the back scratcher that adjusted to yeah. the ideal length at all times. Yeah, no, everybody in that show sucked, but that made the show. <laughs> I what loved. It was. I loved them. I loved the show. Like, uh, reportedly or rumored, I guess Tobey Maguire is going to be in that movie. I think he's uh, locked in. Well, no, I'm not talking about Spider Man. I'm talking about Doctor Strange. He's going to be in Spider-Man. Yeah, it's already been confirmed that him and Garfield are going to be in Spider-Man. He's reportedly going to be in Doctor Strange as well. What? That would be fantastic. That would uh, be amazing. So, yeah, that's going to basically kick off the multiverse that I was talking about earlier. I look forward to that a lot. And then we know that Spider-Man's got stuff to deal with in his movie because he's been outed as Peter Parker or whatever. Uh, then Thor and then... You're just going to gloss over that? Yeah, I mean, there's nothing really to talk about because... I have feelings, and you need to acknowledge them. Your feelings don't matter. Facts don't care about your feelings. (laughs) (laughs) All right, fucking Crowder. Chill out. That's Ben Shapiro, motherfucker. They're the same person with different targeted audiences. (laughs) Smart people and dumb people. I'm glad we're comfortable enough to admit that. Autistic people and non autistic <laughs> people. <laughs> ben, uh, Shapiro there are people whores in this house. There are whores in this house. <laughs> so, I feel as though Andrew Garfield got robbed. His yeah. second Spider-Man film, they they didn't know what they were doing. They they tried to put too much. Like, why did they even put Rhino in the uh, in the trailers? The plan that was was baloney. Because yeah, he had about 30 seconds of, of time on the film. Yeah. 30 seconds of screen time. Why would you even feature him on the film? Like, if you're going to put him on the trailer, he needs to be a part of the film. That's what the trailer is. It's mm. it's going to show you what's going to actually take place on the film. Not what's going to fucking whiz by on the film. What is happening? So that, w- that was one of my primary complaints with Spider-Man 2. And I, I got so irritated because I thought that it was gonna go down. Like this is the time where everything's gonna pop off, and not that. M- I didn't feel like that much happened. I mean, we lost Gwen, and that sucks. But it was meant to suck, since the comic book, we knew it was going to happen. That was somewhat. I don't want to say satisfying because it doesn't feel like the right word. It felt a appropriate it felt like an appropriate ending and that part didn't feel forced but they tried to cram so many villains in there why would you hire paul giamatti and then put him in your movie for five seconds he's an expensive actor he's a very but 
that book that I have that I will recommend later that I'm having you listen to. Mm-hmm. He's in that movie as a side character as well. He gets his ass thrown into movies for basically no time at all. And he is an expensive actor with fantastic, fantastic acting chops. So is is this the Andrew Wong storyline that you're talking about? Yes. Okay. David Wong, yes. Oh, okay. What is happening? Is Andrew Wong the uh, presidential candidate that we had for 2020? Andrew Yang. Andrew Yang. Oh, yeah. my goodness. I have fused two separate Asian people that have nothing to do with each other, and I will cut this out. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to. I'm having some technical difficulties over here. Why is Chrome not letting me do anything? Because I'm about to stop it. That's it, why. It, All right. Speaking of Paul Giamatti, what were you, what were you saying? I want Frankie Muniz. Okay, speaking of Paul Giamatti, Big Fat Liar is the best movie ever. And speaking of Big Fat Liar, I'm not going to give you a chance to debate me it's on false. that. False, by the way. I have that on record. Where is Frankie Muniz other than a hospital? <laughs> he needs to be in a hospital. Last I'd heard of him, he didn't recall filming any of him and Brian Cranston's beautiful beautiful work he has no recollection of it whatsoever yeah he doesn't remember any of malcolm in the middle period entire childhood (laughs) he got in a really bad motorcycle accident is that what happened i never had an explanation he's a indy car driver shit out of me like he 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 actually is uh he does he's not in formula but he yeah he races okay okay but that's still incredibly like badass oh yeah absolutely so he's not acting anymore no, I haven't seen him in anything. He's like, uh, yeah. But, but he's driving Formula? He's not formula driving cars? Formula, but he's driving Indy cars. And it's it's so weird because he's one of my favorite bad actors. What was that? It, was it Just in Time? Was that the Disney film? Just in Time. That sounds familiar. I think that may have been where he got the bug. If I If I'm recalling it correctly, it may be a completely separate actor or actress. Just in time, Disney. Frankie Muniz. Let's see. His acting career. Oh, God. Yeah, Cody Banks. He was in Fairly Odd Parents. I could see him playing a Timmy. He'd have a pretty convincing Timmy when he was younger. Not now. Oh, he was in Last Man Standing. I don't know what that is. It is... Yeah, of course he got punked. I would Tim, punk the shit yeah. out of him. <laughs> well, he wouldn't remember it. <laughs> exactly. The, yeah, no Tim Allen's sitcom, Last Man Standing, that just ended last year. I guess he was in that. Uh, yeah, no, he was in in 2002. He was in Big Fat Liar, best movie ever. He was in My Dog <laughs> Skip in 2000. Also, I don't recall that. I don't either. In the Miracle in Lane 2, which was... I do remember that. Was that the boxcar racing movie? Yep, that was a boxcar racing movie. He was in Sharknado 3. No. Why would you do that? Why would you do that to a person? Because he doesn't remember that he's been in Big Fat Liar, the best movie ever. At this point, he knows he has a memory problem, and they took advantage of him like that. They're like, dude, you signed the contract. You said you were cool with it, so you have to show up on set. He He probably didn't get paid. In 1997, he was in What the Deaf Man Heard. It sounds like a porn. And The Dance with Olivia, also in that year. What year was that again? 
1997, the year of my birth. <laughs> yeah, no, Frankie Muniz is great. I, I think that he should be come back to acting and stop tweeting about how much pain he's in because that's all his Twitter is. As but. a fellow moker, moker, as a fellow motorcyclist, that scares the crap out of me. That's something I think about on a regular basis. Like, your life can be ruined because somebody doesn't check their blind spot. Yeah, but then you don't have to ever, ever think about it again. I mean, Frankie's not thinking about it, I guess. <laughs> or he's only thinking about it in short bursts. Exactly. That is that is awful. You know, the amount of, like, pain and discomfort and inconvenience that you impart on all of your family members has to be so severe. And they can't... Like, maybe they do think to bring it up to you or try to guilt you into it, but you can't carry that guilt. That rounds off your shoulders so quick. You can't carry the weight of that. <laughs> My shoulders are rounded off so fast. Speaking of forgetting things, is Adam Sandler a rapist in 51st Dates? I'm pretty sure that there have been a few nights where he's he would have been classified as a rapist. Like, a few nights where you're like, hey, babe, just shut up. <laughs> you can't not I mean you can the first time as a human who's not who has morals the first time that you hear that your Drew Barrymore counterpart has the type of 24 hour amnesia yeah amnesia Same. that she has you go I'm staying away from this because I'm a person who has feelings and it's I'm not going to corrupt her it is the worst. It's beautiful and disgusting simultaneously. Because you got to think, like, the second he turns 60 years old, it's no longer consensual. <laughs> I don't care what you think about the sanctity of marriage. Nobody's going to wake up next to that and be like, dude, let's get it. Uh, no one. Yeah, that especially Adam Sandler. Even without amnesia. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to happen. But Imagine Billy Madison... But in 51st Dates. <laughs> That's what it, 51st Dates is. <laughs> They're not two separate or characters. Or Jack and Jill. <laughs> they just have different names. I haven't seen Jack and Jill. I won't I did, see Jack and Jill. I did see The Cobbler. And you know what's really sad? Is it a good movie? It is. Yeah, I've heard that Rough Cut or whatever, Uncut Gems or is a good movie too i haven't watched it i haven't either he he does a lot of acting in those movies apparently you know i need to give him another chance and it makes me upset because when i do have offspring i will force them to watch happy gilmore and the water absolutely that's a necessity you can't not watch that the humor will not translate I know that, and I understand it. The humor already didn't translate. That's what made those movies those movies. <laughs> That's not true. I thoroughly enjoyed them. You can enjoy something and go, but this isn't but funny, though. <laughs> no, that's not how it works. That's not how comedy works. Yeah, when he Unless goes, it's so bad that Shampoo is better. You don't go, haha, that's funny. You go, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> at the point that they introduce it, it's, it's allowed to be absurd at that point. Stop looking at me, swan. Or Waterboard, where you just kind of go, I'm a bad person for laughing at this guy. (laughs) (laughs) Any media that makes you take an introspective look at yourself, which I don't know what other way you would look at yourself. I don't... Introspective just means taking a look at it at yourself. Yep. 
I think has value. I think it immediately gets put on a different tier of uh, of art. And that's what Waterboy was. <laughs> it was art. Is that what uh is that what uh the movie where uh Robert Downey Jr. did blackface kind of like? <laughs> did that make you take a look at yourself and go not even for a half second. Tropic Thunder is what it is. <laughs> yes. It's like a can of Sprite. You know what you're getting. You just crack it open. And you're like, oh, this is fucking sweet. <laughs> I watched that movie for the first time like six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> How did you feel about the dude scene? The dude scene? Dude dressed up as another dude playing another dude. Oh, yeah. I mean, that whole movie was obnoxious. I did- loved it thoroughly. But- yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, I, I can't even... How did he get away with that? Um, Was this pre or post Iron Man? This was well before Iron Man. I don't know. <laughs> Actually, let's I see. Would, you know, I would think that if it was after Iron Man, that his performance as Tony Stark would have been so convincing that I would have considered his even acceptance of the role after reading through the script. Oh, it came out the same year as Iron Man. Before or after Iron Man? I don't... Jesus. Russ, give me answers. It's gonna be a minute. Okay, (laughs) so that came out August 13th, 2008. Okay. 8-13? What was that, though? That that, that was uh, Tropic Thunder. Okay. August 13th. Gotcha. T-T. Iron Man 1 came out May 2nd. Okay, so he, he could rest on his laurels. He yeah. was so confident with his performance uh, with Iron Man that he was willing year. he was willing to drop his his self to that level. And at that point, it was a... Uh, he had the buffer of a, of a great performance. Have you heard him talking about his mom's reaction to that movie? I have. <laughs> she was like, are you sure you want to... <laughs> do this oh man it's comforting to know that his dad living the life Robert Downey Sr. lived the life that he did and then his mom was enough of a cushion to try to protect him from not only his dad but the shit show that would ensue after we saw Tropic Thunder Yes, she was looking out for him she sincerely cared about him yeah. Yeah, he also he, what was that conspiracy theorist gentleman? Alex or Jones. Was it something yeah, Alex Jones. InfoWars. Mm-hmm. That guy sincerely cares about everybody. <laughs> so much. Why would you let yourself become a psychopath in front of everybody unless you thought that they were in genuine danger? <laughs> Why would you scream at poop on the sidewalk unless you thought that it was gonna save someone else's life? He he loves people. He, he genuinely loves people. He genuinely loves white people. You're right. I don't know if that's... <laughs> no, I don't <laughs> think he's a racist. I think he's an idiot. But, yeah, no, he's genuine in everything he says. That's what the most terrifying thing about him is. Yeah. I mean, if only 20% of the stuff that he says is true, that's a scary 20%. <laughs> mm-hmm. Back to... Uh, you had me... But we fun looked, stuff. We looked up yeah. Tropic Thunder, and it... I found I remembered this actor Jay Baruchel. 
This guy. He's in all the movies. That looks like the fourth Jonas brother. <laughs> <laughs> he was in the, the, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Not another teen movie. <laughs> the guy, the, the voice of Hiccup in How to Fuck Your Dragon. Nice. I've been looking for some pointers. I love that guy, and I wish he was in more stuff. His non-serious acting is so funny. Yeah, I love... What What would you call him? Where, what? Glum. <laughs> no, no. It was like the A, A-stars, A A-listers. Oh, he's... What, what, what list would he make in your mind? Is he a C-lister? Is he a B-lister? Probably B. I mean, he... He was real big in like 2008 to like 2012. What do you mean big? He was in everything. Everything or something? He was in Night at the Museum. He was in Knocked Up. He was in all three or five or however many How to Train Your Dragon movies. This is the end. She's out of my league. Sorcerer's Apprentice. Shit, he's A-lister. Yeah. Like Seth Rogen <laughs> is A-list me and I don't care who you are. I will fight you about that. I love his goof laugh. I love the dude himself. Like, he doesn't have to act anymore. Not that he ever has acted. He's always just been himself. And I enjoy seeing that in film. His movies are really hit and miss for me. I understand that. But I will bankroll his existence (laughs) to make sure he keeps appearing on film. I wouldn't. Oh, dude, I would, I would finance his life. I wouldn't. I I'm not a big fan. I I don't know. He's more. He's like James Franco for me. He he can just be in movies, and I don't really care. I think he's the the missing friend that I never had in high school. You didn't have friend. friends in high school. No, I wouldn't be no. surprised. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's okay, neither did I. Your friends that actually listen to this could be really upset. I am going to have... There's one friend that's listening to this. Hashtag only listener. You better put that in the comments. Even though there are no comments in podcast media. There are comments on YouTube, sir. And that's where this is going. Alright, fair enough. That's fair. They are making another Indiana Jones movie because the last one didn't fuck your brain raw enough. Is it going to Shia LaBeouf? No, Shia LaBeouf did something that got him canceled. I haven't looked it up yet. He may or may not have given an STD to Sia, the singer. Did he really? Who may or may not have revealed her face. And by may or may not have, I'm going to confirm both. I'm not saying that the sources I have are great, but several news outlets have reported that Shia LaBeouf had transmitted a disease via penile canal to Sia. I absolutely believe it. Sia, Shia LaBeouf, and FKA Twigs, Honey Boy director, declares... I have no idea what that was supposed to mean, but I'm just going to... So, Honey FK- Boy director... Alma Hariel speaks out against Shia LaBeouf amidst, amid abuse allegations. Yeah, he looks abusive. <laughs> he doesn't even discount it. Like, I don't know if he's been gaslit to say this and they've turned him into a cuck. 
or if he genuinely just did it and like I can't excuse it because I know it's shitty. Like I would respect him more if that's actually the case, but I don't want to get close enough to ever find out whether or not that's true. He's a he's an artist in every no. twisted version of the word. No, he's not. He's definitely not an artist. That's for sure. He's you don't like transmorphers. Those were the last things that he were in. <laughs> that he were in, indeed. He fucking even Steven is my childhood, and fucking I will stand beans. by him. <laughs> yeah, that's your namesake, Bean. I will dug my sack <laughs> inside your milk. <laughs> Which one, my spit cup or my shit cup? I will Oreo all water sources in your home. It would be an Oreo. It's about to get double stuffed. <laughs> Two black guys walking. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. D- Disney Plus slate. We were still in that. Come on, man. We got an Ahsoka Tano movie or TV show. Damn. Yeah. Okay, with how they're handling the Mando show, I will all be be set in the vein of Mandalorian. I agree then. We have, I'm not sold on the Ahsoka one. I love Ahsoka, the character, but But the actress. I. You haven't gotten to the episode, but you've probably seen pictures, right? I have avoided any and every spoiler. I know that Baby Yoda has a name, but I have omitted the name from my brain. I said it out loud. No, that was to my brother. Never mind. I wouldn't care if you said it to me because I immediately erased it. But have you heard rumors about how she's going to be in the show? No. Okay. Well, I I like Ahsoka. That's all I'm getting at. But let's go with what they got on the show or on their slate. Rangers of the New Republic. Wait, Power Rangers of the New Republic? Uh, I don't know. Because you're about to open up a can of worms. It says, oh, God, don't do this to me. (laughs) This is being sold as another Mandalorian spinoff, but we know little about it past its title. It seems to it could feature characters from Mando. Like Cobb Vance, Cara Dune, but it's not been confirmed. It, it's really, that's, we don't know. The Obi-Wan show, something called Andor, which is going to be set. Oh, it's Cass and Andor from Rogue One. Okay. Yeah, it's it's a show about him. We got a Lando show. So I'm pretty sure that Kenobi is its own thing. Last I'd seen, yeah, it's going to be its own. Yeah, that's movie, what at least. Yeah, Kenobi. Uh, we got Obi Wan. That's going to be a show, and then we got Andor. Isn't that gonna be Kenobi. Obi Wan. Why would they call Obi Wan? Kenobi I don't, is so cool. It, uh, it doesn't. I mean, I'd be the confirmed title. It's just, dude. I could pretend it was Ben, <sighs> and jerk myself off. <laughs> we got a Lando show, which I could care less about. You know. Is it going to be Donald Glover? That hasn't been confirmed. So I am not excited if it is. No, it hasn't been confirmed or denied. They haven't said whether or not it's going to be. I don't want it to be. 
I do not like him in that movie. I think Donald Glover, like, it makes every action that he made in the original trilogy so much more excusable with the actions I had seen. Like, if he was a sleaze, fucking over another sleaze, like we've grown to expect with uh, the gentleman who shot first, mm. then then it makes sense to me. Like, that... That makes sense. That seems like it was almost as careful as they they handled the Marvel franchise. We know that they're handling Star Wars like a fucking hot egg that was thrown into their lap. We know that. We just fucking... That's just fact. But the way they handled Mandalorian gives me some hope. So I think that Donald would be an excellent choice for them to continue on. Um, I don't like his face. How is like that his, even a half decent argument? Also, I don't I like his he, stupid beard and mustache. I think that he looks like an idiot. I don't think that it 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 doesn't play to he me. Looks as, like a generic member of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah, as he was typecast in the beginning. Damn it. Yeah, yeah, that's and fine. He's allowed to be a different member that was of Earth, Wind, and Fire. Seventy something. Yeah, it was. All right. Like I Do don't remember that. I don't really care about Lando. Uh, Empire. Lando. <laughs> Empire was my least favorite of the original three. Lando is a scoundrel in space. No, Han Solo is a scoundrel in space. Lando's his friend. They're both space scoundrels, dude. Okay, they're equal. (laughs) Equal opportunity fucking space scoundrels. All right? You need to fucking respect it. (laughs) Next is the (laughs) Acolyte. (laughs) I don't know what that means. I don't either. It's uh, Old Republic, I think. Which will be really cool. I, Does they, that mean that we get to have some like proto lightsabers? I don't know about that. It. Basic, I'm excited about that. I just want something before the fucking prequels. <laughs> Anything before the fucking prequels. I want the before the pre. I want pre prequels, but I want it to be handled with the care that was put into the the novels. I haven't read the novels. I'm not going to pretend that I have. I have an extensive collection of them, (laughs) so you can holler at me if you want, but realistically, I'm not going to read them. At best, I will audiobook them, but the care that was was put into those, I would like to see that handled in the pre-prequels, because I think they would have performed better. My take on the novelization of lore and stuff like that is, uh, I don't give a fuck unless it's in a movie. (laughs) <laughs> and the what I want in a movie is those novels. Yeah, I wanted Luke Skywalker's daughter and son to fucking fight it out, or her cousin, whatever. But instead, we got Ray and and fucking Potato Man. Yeah, like it was that the I don't I don't know. But he I, grabbed a fucking gun beam, dude. He grabbed a gun beam. Yeah, you know he was cool. He was great in the first movie, and then he turned into an emotional potato. Whose fault is it? The second movie. <laughs> Ryan Johnson's a <laughs> bastard. <laughs> you fucked us. <laughs> Ryan Johnson went, Oh, you like Star Wars? <laughs> Sorry, Here's my that. penis. <laughs> God. It, look, it looks kind of like a speeder. <laughs> If he squint real hard. That fucking movie, I was listening to my favorite podcast, hashtag the Weekly Planet podcast. Hit him up. Yeah. Uh, 
the guys in there like they they try to be real non-confrontational but they they really go hard on that they like that movie and they like what it does to the universe and i'm like that's not an argument it doesn't do anything for the universe they they what they they say that the thing they say is that it really flushes out you know what about these things that that's what he said that's what james said in that in the show that i listened to today he said well you know, it, it really goes into like, you know, what about, you know, the war and how this is affecting people and all this stuff. It, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> None of us do. We want to see Star Wars. If we wanted to see Rogue One, we'd watch Rogue One. We wanted to see a Jedi movie. I think that the power of the original Star Wars was that it understood its audience. And it knew that some of the stuff that it did was going to be taken seriously. And they wrote it accordingly. Yeah. But we also need to have a new director in today in how they handle the Star Wars medium. Yeah. That well, takes Ryan it seriously Johnson and made knows that, movie. that I have access to fucking Google. I have access to all of the lore that's been written afterwards. And if I choose to look into it, I will. And you don't need to cater to me, but you need to understand that it's going to happen, that there are going to be a large members of, of the core audience that will watch it. Whether or not they know it's going to be mad, they're still going to watch it because of their loyalty to the franchise. Yeah. That, that, and you don't slap them in the face with your fucking cock. Yeah, that movie was made poorly, first of all. Like, as I judge movies on two different scales. Yeah. Whether it's a good film or a bad film. Yeah. And whether I like it or not. And those are two different things. <laughs> I hate The Joker. It's a good film. Okay. It's, you know what I mean? Like, it's... It's a great film. It looks amazing. The acting's incredible. I just fucking hate that movie. Yeah. That's in in it gets the last Jedi or yeah, last Jedi gets a zero on both of those scares, scales. It is a bad film with bad qualities. And yeah. I also fucking hate the movie. How do you find a way to care about anybody involved with the way that they had it set up? Yeah, it's cuz I can't. The one I character that want the struggle to mean something to me is it something that I would personally struggle with? If you look at the original Rocky films, when he's like climbing up the stairs after he fucking chased a car, it's because I didn't feel I was good enough. I didn't feel like I could get up there. And when he made it to the top, the top of this fucking stairs at the end, when he raised his arms, that was a moment of triumph. I feel like we won that moment. But now I'm seeing a space wizard try to climb. A spaceship struggling to climb a spaceship mm -hmm. when I know for a fact I saw a little green wizard that has probably an equal amount of power depending on who you ask. Are we talking about The Last Jedi or Rise of Skywalker here? Probably The Rise of Skywalker. Okay. I'm mad. I'm big mad, dude. Yeah. I'm big mad. He was struggling to... Why? Why were waves of water inhibiting them from to to get where they wanted? Yeah, when it's fucking Obi Wan Kenobi could ruin Anakin in waves of lava. <laughs> is the Force a finite resource, or is it just something you tap into when you're ready? Because I'm pretty sure that people can just fly with the Force. Because well, I saw the the princess die. Yeah, and then not die at yeah, the same was, time. That, okay, so that was another thing that I want to get into. Because she that can fly through was, space. That scene was extremely disrespectful. She flies through space. Yeah, that that scene was extremely disrespectful, Russ. and that is the one thing that I think he didn't have ill intent when he made. 
is he wanted to make her make Carrie Fisher's character more powerful, make her seem like she meant something. It's like she already fucking meant something. She's the sole survivor of her planet. Showed that she Jedi trained later, but that that whole scene was the way it was shot was horrible. It looked bad. It was okay? abysmal. It was yeah. really uncomfortable yeah. to see. She was dead. That's like shooting my grandma through space that I was turned on by when I was a little younger. I was almost a problem. there was so that the way that scene went is she that thing blows up and she gets sucked out to space, mm-hmm. and then you mm-hmm. see her mm-hmm. float in front of the camera. That would have been the perfect send off. Yeah, a very sad, grim send off to a very beloved character. But with somebody who was that involved in the rebellion, you're like. She knew she was probably gonna die like this. Yeah, and, and that and was instead, that made sense. Instead, now she fly when she is no longer able to move any muscles. Yeah, in her body because she dead. She liberty statues back into safety. Why? Yeah, it's, that doesn't make that's so wrong. It 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 was a very disrespectful way. To, and I, I don't want to like go into people's emotions and whatever, but that was that made me very mad for her specifically and for her daughter who is in those movies. That it looked horrible and it. Jenna Fisher's in the film, huh? Jenna Fisher's in the film. Jenna Fisher, I don't know what her fucking name is. She's the one with the bonbons the on her head. What? Wait, go ahead and pause with this one moment until we do some research. Now that we have the technology. Billy Catherine Lord? Yeah. That's not even her. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're uh, talking about Billy Catherine. Yeah, she she's in those movies. At least the second and the third one. It, it's just like, this lady's mom just died, and we made her basically a party clown. Like, she looked terrible. And then when they sent her off in, in the last movie, it was pointless, and absolutely nobody talked about it in the movie. She... Was- was it Grand Moff Tarkin that they brought back? Yeah, they brought back Grand Moff Tarkin. And and that looked that was respectful the way that they did that. Yeah, he'd been but dead for so, like 40 years. It's yeah. different. It is different. And that's what I'm saying. They handled that more gracefully than they did with Carrie Fisher's uh passing. The one scene in the last or er, in Rise of Skywalker that I liked Yes, the one and only scene is the scene where it's a flashback to Luke and Leia training, and Luke is training Leia, and she's built a lightsaber and all this stuff, and you come to the realization that she took the Jedi path, and then she was like, I need to focus on the Republic. Yeah, yeah, politics was her, that's that where she was meant to be, stayed. and that's that, great. That scene could have stayed, she it, still could have died in episode 8. And we would not have lost any respect for her no. whatsoever. That well, would have been an yeah. excellent way of handling her character. That makes sense. And I'm pretty sure that Luke will have also respected that. No, Because no. the Jedi path sucks balls. No, Luke was alive during those movies and did what he was told. Mark Hamill's a bitch. Don't you ever insult the Joker like that in front of me. <laughs> you know, that, that was... He had the he ability. He succumbed to the will. He could have put his foot down, and he had enough dick weight that he could have gotten what he wanted. Yeah, he had the he ability to say, "No, this is not Star Wars. This is an absolute joke, and you're being mean to people by making this movie." Which my feelings are not hurt. I'm angry yeah. because they were trying to hurt my feelings and other people's feelings. It's ridiculous. That's totally fair. You made money off of making a joke. 
That's totally fair. That's cheap. That is so cheap. Like, and and you didn't even do a good job at it. That's what makes me so mad. Is like that movie sucks. It'd be different if it was like a spoof. Those are funny. This yeah, was and we not know funny. we're in on the joke at that point. Yeah, this was. We're waiting, and then you go, "Oh, you waited this long, here," and then like he's handing you a fucking wrapped gif, and he's just laughing when you open it up. It's just a turd. <laughs> that seems uncomfortably appropriate. Like it, it, it was bad, and so the next movie that or the next thing that they came out with. Or the next, the next thing they're coming out with is the Bad Batch. Have you seen all of the Clone Wars? Not all, but go ahead and give me the synopsis while I go and use the restroom. So in episode episode seven, in the final season of the Clone Wars that is available on Disney Plus, uh, you're we're introduced to a group of clones called the Bad Batch, and they're basically a bad batch of clones. They didn't turn out the way that all the other clones were supposed to. And so like, they're this black ops type squadron and they blow shit up while they're getting their own cartoon. So that's great. And that's, yeah, it's, I don't know. That fucking season was awesome though. I don't like filling. So I'll say it. The description of the Bad Batch leads me to believe that it would be an ideal candidate for the next iteration of Call of Duty. Because we've had we've had a carbon copy of so many for the longest time that the Bad Batch would be a refreshing change of pace. It would be fantastic for them to come out with another Battlefront game that sucks, yeah. I don't have a rebuttal for that. <laughs> They can't make... They need to stop trying to make Star Wars video games and just fucking focus on making a good movie because apparently they can't. Yeah, I would not be upset if all of their financial resources were spent on uh, on boosting the one thing that makes them money. Uh, yeah, because The Mandalorian's a fucking fantastic show. Oh, yeah, and the numbers prove that. Yeah. What's the only thing that's actually holding... Disney Plus afloat. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. What do yeah. you pe- think people are watching? The that's the Hindenburg Tenon Ducktales show. That's the Superman Kryptonian Hindenburg. Like even if you fucking pierce it with a flaming missile, it's not going to blow up. Hindenburg exploded. But it won't. It will work perfectly every time. I the way that they're handling that, or at least from the shit that I've seen. The way that they're handling it, I can almost guarantee that it's going to do well for an extended period of time. True. Because they're they're handling it with care. They're not just trying to insult everybody. Yeah, I think that's what the... I think the show Rangers of the New Republic is going to be a continuation or a sidequel, if you will, of Mandalorian. How are you feeling? Russ? I have heartburn. What does that mean, Russ? Ow. <laughs> you're fine. You're um, fine. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're ages three and up, you can handle the one chip challenge. That's ouch. also a lie. <laughs> so don't do yeah, it. Yeah, give it to your two year old. <laughs> so three and up, but if you're bold. Fun for all ages. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not enjoyable. It's not a good time. It's just pain. I don't feel like I accomplish anything by handling it myself. 
I, just I know I'm going to accomplish some liquid shits in the morning. Hell. <laughs> it didn't even sound. It sounded like... It sounded like I scraped the microphone <laughs> on a wall. Can you hand me that? Hand you what? That down there. Hell yeah. <laughs> That is a laugh of disapproval. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Uh, The next two things is Star Wars Visions, which I'm pretty sure is just the Star Wars Marvel What If, and A Droid Story, which I'm absolutely not interested in. Dude, I could get behind the droid stuff. That's like the... uh, It's going to be so boring because it's going to be one-sided conversations. Yeah, I was about to say, what is it? It's the, uh, the fucking... The maids of the famous people. Slaves? But... Maids. Maids. <laughs> Cleaning you... staff of personal homes. I don't know where you're going with this. Okay, so you don't know that? Dude, okay. So the reason why you pay a maid what you do is so they don't spill your beans to everybody else in the world. The person who knows you more intimately than your wife is going to be your maid. The person who cleans your fucking home. They know all of this shit. Every ounce of it, Russ. <laughs> <laughs> this is not going to last. Every ounce <laughs> of it. So when you are having some performance problems, you want to keep it from your wife. I fucked my maid? Of course. But realistically, you rip off the fucking prescription bottle label and you throw the the fucking Viagra label into the trash and then they see it and when they throw it out it spills out. Not because they were looking but because it just happened to spill out. Where is this going? The point is, is that your maid knows you. Your maid knows when your wife had an abortion. I thought your we maid were knows when you're getting behind Star on bills. <laughs> we are talking about Star Wars. But the droids are arguably the maids of the rebellion. Okay. It's truth. It's not going to be that. It's going to be R2-D2 and C-3PO bumblefucking their way through different things. It's a cartoon. I hope it's in a convincing way. I hope that R2 has like, the personality circuit that was imprinted in There's him. an episode of The Clone Wars that is that, and it's going to be that for a season. Is it good, though? No. John, lie to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be bad, or it's going to be subpar. <laughs> People are going to watch it. I'll watch it, but it's not going to be interesting. Yeah, I think that's a fair judgment. We'll watch it, but we don't have any high expectations. No. I will guaranteed watch it. <sighs> well, that's the the news. It's everything for Disney, and that's all, right. all we care about. Wonder Woman isn't Disney. That's a it hot take. It is definitely not Disney. Hey, it's no. as close to Disney as I would... I want it to be more Disney, truth be told, with how things are going. What about the Snyder Cut? You excited for that non-thing? Nope. Yeah, I mean, don't care. It, I don't care about Zach it. Zack Snyder's the worst. I don't have any opinions on da- on Zack Snyder. You don't have a penis Dad on Snyder. Zack Snyder? <laughs> Dad <laughs> Snyder, Pep Pep Snyder. <laughs> Puppy Snyder. I'm sorry about your daughter. I don't have any opinions. It's not an excuse to make a bad movie. It's never an excuse. Also... I don't have enough information to care. I can't form an opinion when I don't know. 
Yeah. And I find too often that people form opinions on stuff they don't have enough information about. And when I know in this instance that I don't have enough information to care, I'm going to go ahead and just say, I don't care because I don't know enough to care. And that's okay, guys. I think this is a good segue for uh, things that make me angry. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Give me, you got 20 minutes. What can you lay on me? I have a thing all about how much I hate Zack Snyder and his movies. It's an outline that I created called Things That Make Make Me Angry. I'm sorry, Russ. Russ, we have 20 minutes. What do you got? All right. One thing that makes me angry is Zack Snyder as a human being with a job in Hollywood. He was a horrible, horrible, horrible choice for a Batman movie. Why? Because Watchmen fucking sucks as a film. It's boring. (laughs) And that's it. It's just not fun to watch. It's dark and gross. And the only thing good is fucking Jeffrey Dean Morgan. And he'd be better in any other movie. I think that the costumes looked really cool. But again, I'm going to defer to my previous statement of I don't have enough information to form a valid opinion because I have not seen the films. Yeah. And that's okay. The That's costumes a- look cool in Power Rangers. It doesn't make every episode great. That is, it's too close to home. Yeah. Power Rangers sucks. I watch it because it's nostalgia. I don't even watch it, watch it. Like, I'll sit and, like, make my wife watch it with me so I can talk about it on this show. <laughs> she hates me for that. Continuing on this, yeah, Watchmen's a bad film. Fucking fight me. 300 is a dumb movie for dumb people. That's not a bad thing. I watch most Gerard Butler movies and enjoy them. But that doesn't make Gerard Butler a good Batman. Are they going to make Gerard Butler a Batman? No, I'm just saying that just because... Okay, okay. I'm saying Gerard Butler is a dumb actor for dumb people. I was scared for a second. Although that'd be fun. Uh... 300 is the same thing. It's not for people to like go, mm, quality film. They they go, hmm, Was it the BME fake pain? abs. It's not, yeah. It's, is the BME Pain Olympics, is that what, what that was? What? So they just yeah, call it, it fun? It's just, it, it just was a dumb thing that happened that was based on a comic book. He makes comic book movies, and they're not comic book movies. In the vein of Sin City, which is just, <clears throat> which is how I describe those movies. They're dumb. He's not a comic book franchise director. And neither is Joss Whedon. That's why if you watch 2012's Avengers, you'll go, ew. Because it's a bad movie. And that's okay to have that opinion, guys. Don't let anybody bully you into having a different one. But don't have an opinion that has, that, that that helps fucking Zack Snyder. Because the Snyder Cut's not going to be good. And Justice League wasn't just bad because of fucking Joss Whedon. It was very bad because of Joss Whedon, but the original outline was still Snyder's, and it was still bad. We saw what Steppenwolf was going to look like in Batman v Superman, and it was worse than what we got in Justice League. (laughs) I can't defend it, so... (laughs) It looks horrible. The fucking flashback, flash forward, all this bullshit alongside trying to adapt the Dark Knight returns. That's it doesn't ri- work. ridiculous. It doesn't work. And you know what? 
I would immediately defer to my favorite comic books when it came to the artistic direction of these. So I can't say that it would look bad if I had enough money to throw out my team that would throw the costume together. Oh, I enjoyed But I can't guarantee it would be better than that, so I yeah. can't talk too much. <laughs> I like the Batfleck costume. I, I really like it. I'm one of the only people that really likes it. Yeah, you are. It's, it's so fucking stiff. Which dude. I get, if you want to portray power, you want to convey a bit of a lack of movement. You want that stiffness because that's going to, like, if I want to drill my fist through your face, when I move like a cardboard cutout, for some reason it just works really well. Yeah, I think he looks like a fucking tank. I just don't like the movie. Yeah. That movie was so bad that you have to watch the three-hour extended edition to understand what the fuck is going on. And not to mention <sighs> Lex Luthor. And I'm talking BVS here. Who let Jesse Eisenberg out of his fucking cage? Why was that the first choice for Lex Luthor? Why? I get that he's an asshole. I get that he's portrayed as a smart asshole, but those are not the two identifiers that make Alex Luther. Yeah, first those of all, those are not the two identifiers. You need to be cunning, you need to be somewhat you need to at least be able to fool other politicians into letting you like into their fucking pockets. Yeah. If I was a government entity that was trying to bankroll something, the last person I would choose is Jesse Eisenberg. He would not convince me to spend a penny on anything other than a rape kit. God damn, I was trying to avoid that, but we went the same direction. <laughs> no, so my first choice for that would be Mark Strong. He was Merlin and Kingsman. Look at him. Yeah. Yeah, instead they made him that guy in Shazam than then that movie nobody watched. Shazam? Yeah. Are you talking about like... Yeah, the Levi... Shazam Shazam? Yeah. I forgot that was a movie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that The Rock was doing something for some reason. Yeah, they canceled Black Lightning. Excuse me? Not Black Lightning. Uh, Black Adam. <laughs> they also canceled Black Lightning, though, after this next season. Black Lightning TV show's done. But uh, That's so sad. Yeah, Mark Strong would have made a great Lex Luthor, but then the next one would be Michael Rosenbaum. You haven't seen Smallville. I just remembered, so that doesn't make any sense to you. Is this homework? You better watch that show. I have no responsibilities when it comes to watching Smallville. I'm not going to fucking volunteer for that. That seems like such a long, drawn-out band-aid. And I want nothing to do with it. Michael Rosenbaum barely looks like a Lex. He was Lex Luthor. Now, he played a younger Lex Luthor because this was during... But, like, he's everybody's Lex Luthor, and he would have been great. Or how about Brian Cranston? Significantly more so, yeah. He's an intimidating Baldwin, and I think that's what we're going for. I want a Lex Luthor that sells blue meth. (laughs) An intimidating, literate, intimidating... like, And I say intimidating twice for a very specific reason. Baldwin. Yeah, he's great. You have right. to be literate. You have to be very well articulate when you deliver your lines. I need to know that you're intelligent throughout the entire experience. Otherwise, you're not Lex Luthor. That's mm-hmm. the only thing that he has over Superman. Because Superman can think 3,000 times faster than you, and that's probably an understatement because yeah. he's the Flash. Yeah. I mean, it, 
like I said, who let Jesse Eisenberg out of his fucking now you see me cage? He shouldn't be doing anything other than playing just regular teenage regular assholes. assholes. Yeah. Yeah. Not super powered crazy assholes, just regular ones like from Facebook. Hyper assholes are the next tier. Yeah. And he's not that next tier. No. And it's okay. That's not a problem. You're allowed to have an acting range. You're allowed to have it. I but mean there were there were times in there when he was trying to act where you could tell that he was channeling uh, Heath Ledger Facebook. Joker. He was channeling Facebook. Well, like the what comes to mind, I can't remember what his line were, but I just remember thinking that everyone loses their mind. Just the way he fucking talks in that movie. It's like, it this is so not forced. a smart person. This is a psychopath who can't get anything done. How yeah. does he have a company? And and that's that's the biggest thing. Like no one's gonna follow you in a company if you're fucking talking like that. That's yeah. that does that's not how it works. And when you're trying to create the veil in film, you don't choose that actor. Yeah. And that's okay. He has a specific set of skills, and that's okay. I'm not gonna curse a hammer for not being a screwdriver. There's no sense in that. I just used a hammer as a screwdriver, so fuck you. <laughs> I won't be mad at it though when it doesn't work as well as I want. Yeah. Uh, the Henry Cavill's a fucking great guy. I like him as Superman. Would you go fishing with him? Yeah. I would fish the fuck out of some fish with Henry Cavill. That's a weird. That's a weird call to make, but sure. Does I'll, it make I'll sense to you? That. No, it doesn't. But that's fine. I would go fishing with Henry Cavill. I don't get it. He looks like the dude that shows you a new way to use your Swiss Army knife. looks when he looks in the mirror he sees you look like himself. russell what does that mean <laughs> i don't know what you're getting at by fish i don't know what you're getting at i mean like he knows he knows things he knows woodland skills because of the uh, amount I, of beard that he can produce from his face I and the amount of muscle that pro- he knows woodland skills that man is posh as he can don't get. you dare challenge him though Oh, he no, will beat fuck the fuck you with the handle of an have axe. Have you seen him recharge his fucking biceps in Mission Impossible? I don't know what that means. That makes me scared. Watch this scene. <laughs> I just watched a grown man cock his biceps. And I would be equally scared. <laughs> that man's a monster. He's great as Superman. I like him. But the rest of the cast, they're just not... Not up in snow. Ben, I mean, Ben Affleck got a raw, raw deal because he didn't want to be Batman. Then why did he agree to it? He wanted to be Batman originally, but after Batman, blah, blah 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 blah, after Fat Man be Superman came out, and he's like, "Oh, shit! <laughs> I don't want to be Batman no more." You know what's crazy? I am seeing Michael Rosenbaum's picture, and I see an image of him fully shaven and then one with a full head of hair and he could have played an equally convincing Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he was he was uh considered for I'm pretty sure he's considered for a Bruce role one time. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's such a generic casting role. Yeah, he's... You don't have to have any like no. specific set of skills. Don't get me wrong, I'm a big big fan of the angry whiny man. Bale? Yeah. I think he did a good job. <laughs> I don't think I he did a good it. job as Bruce Wayne. I loved every second of I don't the film. Think, I don't think seen. his Wayne was 
good at all. I I very that's much what made like, me realize that I didn't care that much about the Wayne. Yeah, that's that's what that's kind of what I'm getting at. His his Batman was good enough. His Bruce Wayne was just that, it was good but, enough, or it was good. It was great, but that's what I'm saying. It okay. was good enough for me to not care because about okay about yeah, the Wayne and okay it, it does it makes you. you realize that Bruce Wayne isn't a character like Clark Kent is. Clark yeah. Kent is a character who exists. Separately. And it also has to deal with being Superman, whereas Bruce Wayne doesn't really exist. He's just all Batman all the time. Yeah, when I'm looking back, I don't really have any notable moments that I care about Bruce that much. That time where he slept with Robin is pretty notable. Excuse me? <laughs> what? Is this the killing joke? No. Because I hate that movie. I hate it. We will talk about that later. That comic book panel where he was sleeping with Robin. It was a different time. Um, <laughs> I'm watching some Scoutmaster stuff go down. <laughs> Wait, well, okay, so let's read this verbatim. I will be Batman naturally. Oh, that was a good sleep. Come on, Dick. A cold shower? A big breakfast? And then down to the Batcave to repair the Batmobile. I'm way ahead of you. That was pointless. <laughs> Don't ever come before me. <laughs> oh my goodness. And then it's immediately followed by Robin's face melting. Either that or a spray of jism <laughs> across his face. Like, this is real comic books. <sighs> that is so unsettling. But yeah, so, I mean, it's just... <laughs> It's not anything that's like anti-gay or homophobic. It's, it's just unsettling the way that they're that framing gr- it. It's, a, it's unsettling that a grown man has a child who normally wears tights around him in his bed with him. It's a problem. Who very it be obviously a woke up in that bed with him. That's what's weird and unsettling. They were okay with it back in the day. Like if they're if they're testing their audience, if they know their audience, like you should when you're writing. Yeah, you'd sleep with your bat dad. That's a problem. <laughs> You'd sleep with Christian Bale, known woman beater. You beat up his mother. What? <laughs> he beat up Batmom? Yeah, he beat up Batmom and then he yelled at a sound guy. <laughs> Good for you! Fantastic. Alright, ladies and gentlemen. That's all we have. Yeah, that's the show, peeps. I'm glad that you hung in there with us you didn't we know <laughs> we're proud of you we're sorry thanks for joining us with uh chill prison podcast uh and, you uh, can follow us on twitter at uh chill prison pod send us an email at chill prison pod at gmail.com one listener hashtag one listener we will be checking that daily you better send us an email <laughs> <laughs> all right remember Take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. This has been Chill Prison ASMR.